You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Scottish Football Forums podcast. Uh, it's the two Johns on tonight. How are you doing, John? Yeah, good, John. Happy New Year. Hi, Happy New Year, aye. Uh, yeah, Happy New Year to our listeners as well. Yeah. If there's anyone listening tonight or this week. Uh, we're at Season 8, Episode 25. Uh, Chris got his own back on the podcast title last week. A wee bit more on you than me, <laughs> I would say. Uh, i probably getting compared to a Dalek was probably the, the, the lesser of two evils, depending. Yeah, so, that's last year's news, so... Um, yes, last year's news, I you can say that, I. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully Chris will be back on next week. Yeah. I, maybe, he's, maybe he's in Dubai with the Celtic team. Maybe, I may be signing for them. <laughs> well, they need a strike, although they've, they've signed two. They, they have signed two. Uh, we may as well go straight into the transfer stuff, because there's been a bit of action already. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned, with Celtic. Yeah, so... Um, Timothy Weir signed a six-month loan deal and they signed uh, Ivory Coast striker Vakun Usof Bio. Now, yep. I've never heard of him, but you mentioned on the group chat it's a good signing. So, tell us what you well, I mentioned. I th- was it you that mentioned it? Don't think so. I did say that Weir, I think, will be a good signing. Oh, uh, sorry, I'm getting the two mixed up. Because I know some people are like saying, oh, like, oh what are they doing to sign this 18-year-old from PSG, but... Towards the end of last season, start of this season, he, he was actually maybe the backup striker to Cavani. Um, scored a couple of goals and six games, pretty hard rated there. Uh, and the last striker they got on loan from PSG hasn't been too badly. Mm-hmm. And he was, what, only a couple of years older? Edward, when he came on loan. Yeah, he was, what, 19, I think, 19 when he came up. So, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know much about um, Timothy Way. Is he related to... To George? Yeah, it's his son. George, where? Uh, is he Aye, son? it's his uh, son. Well, if he's half as good as his dad was, then it's going to be a great sign for Celtic, because his dad was a great player in his day, and mind the goal that he ran from his, his own box after controlling the ball from a corner, opposition corner, ran the full length of the park. Yeah, it was against Padova, I think it was. Was it Padova? He scored I, that I can never remember the team. That was the, the great halcyon days of Football Italian Channel 4. Um, Aye, absolutely. But, but I digress. Uh, if um if Timothy Way is half as good as that, then it could well be a good sign. But I think they obviously need to strengthen because they only had the two strikers and one of them, Lee Griffiths, is obviously um taking a break just now. Um, although he tweeted a couple of times over the New Year period, which you know saying that his intention is to get back, um, doing what he does best. Um, but he also no, not the gambling rumours um, on the head by saying it's all to do with mental health nothing to do with gambling so yeah. got to take him face value for that um, but as usual on social media um, idiots were just trying to call me a lie and be nasty but they're not worth the attention so good yeah. luck to Griffiths I think not just on social media I mean I think the actual media itself has maybe uh, played a part in this as well by like trying mm. to say oh he's got a gambling problem because he was like seen it I don't know whether race course Betting with £10 notes, and I'm not being funny, but even your average punt are best with £10 notes. So, exactly. I just, I just think 
I think there's no need for it. I mean, the, the guys came out and said he's got mental health issues just now. Just leave the guy alone. Let him recover um, and get back to be well. Don't worry about him too well for Celtic, but for Scotland point of view, yes. Um, so good luck to him in his recovery. Yeah, definitely. Um, the other one that they signed obviously is Ollie Burke as well, on loan from West Brom. Uh, hard to believe he's only 21. He seems yeah. to be in it for so long. On the face of it, I didn't get that signing because, you know, Celtic have already got five wingers there. But um, obviously, it looks as though Lewis Morgan's going to get in loan. Hibbs being the favourite for that. Yes. Um, Johnny Hayes will probably be no one a bit popular, so they might send him out in loan as well we don't know and Scott Sinclair's been a bit hot and cold so when you look at it that way it probably is making a wee bit more sense but you know the initial thinking was why are Celtic saying another attacking winger midfield player um, when they've already got the abundance of talent there but Rogers probably knows what he's doing and if Burke can get back to the form he showed when he was at Forest um, my worry about Burke is he said two big money moves and none of them have worked out. He didn't feature much for Leipzig and he's struggling to get into a West Brom team that's in the Championship. So, But if this um, boosts his career, then then good luck to him. Just yeah, not I against think, Aberdeen. Yeah, I think on the, the face of it in Germany, I actually think he did all right. I mean, he signed for a team that was obviously up and coming, but Leipzig had a terrific season that season. He was making the impact now and again off the bench. What probably he maybe shouldn't have done is given up too early in the Germany thing mm-hmm. because yeah since he's come back to England um, he's not really featured for West Brom mm-hmm. for whatever reason we don't know why uh, it could well be it yeah it could well be didn't um, suit West Brom's style of play you know West Brom have been traditional team that are um, get, you know rough it up get, get them um, with some of the managers they've had like Sir Tony Pulis and Dan Moore now they've not been maybe they're not the football inside that encourage guys like to go in but um, yeah you say they paid a lot of money from but that's pocket change to the, um, well what was then a premiership team um, so just never know what's going to happen with Burke but he's got the chance to go come up here show what he can do and go back to West Brom and um, push for first team place next season yeah I mean it could even be as well Celtic earlier on the season were trying to play two up front so if they've got these players in, Buck can also play up front. Uh, we've seen it happen occasionally, so it could be maybe Rodgers is thinking of trying that again. Mm. But they've certainly got options. People were saying they weren't needed attacking players. They've done that part. I think Celtic fans would still like to see another centre-back come in, um, especially with the, still the uncertainty over Boyata. I suppose Ben Kovic is staying. Um, mm-hmm. So still think they probably need something else. I know uh, they would like to sign a right back. Whether that's on the cards or not, I don't know. There's three. There's obviously three right backs at the club, but most Celtic fans you speak to are not happy with any of them. Uh, maybe a bit harsh on Ralston because he's still pretty young, maybe still developing. Um, but I think they'd want to see someone more experienced in there if they were to replace Lustig. Yeah, I think the problem with Ralston is he's quite injury prone. Um, and that's held back his career at Celtic a little bit. Um, Lustig, is obviously his best days are behind him. Gamboa has never looked uh, confident in a Celtic shirt. So right back's obviously um, a priority, which was even more a surprise they went for Burke. But um, I'll be inter- they need to do something, not even just to hold off 
Rangers commander and Aberdeen for the title, but to prepare for next season if they do win the league to go in the Champions League um, with a proper squad intact because that was a problem last season they didn't prepare and they got caught out um, was this year. If they get it right this time, they can go into Champions League qualifiers with a bit more confidence. Yeah. But hopefully they're not in the Champions League and it's one of um, it's ourselves, but we date a dream. Aye, tell you indeed. Uh, we may as well just go down the table in order. Um, so no favour anyone, just do it in order of league position. So probably, uh, you know, I think without the shadow of the Rangers have been the busiest team in the transfer market. A couple of players obviously coming from within the league. Um, Glenn Kamara, Jordan Jones, I think they're all right-sided. I don't know, it's, it's hard to say because obviously they don't, don't play them yet. Are they good enough to take Rangers to the next level? But I suppose we need to wait to see next season um, or whether a deal gets concluded this month for either. I think the, the talk is Kamara's more likely to sign than Jones, but um, mm-hmm. obviously there's been some stuff in the media, social media about Jones's statement when he signed for Rangers, fair enough, being happy about it and all that, but maybe a bit of respect to Kilmarnock. Um, yeah, and that- he did follow up his tweet by saying he's obviously grateful for his time at Kilmarnock, etc., etc. He'll still give his all and all that, but timing of it maybe was wasn't great. Yeah, the damage was was done. I think. See if he hadn't put the um, we are the people hashtag at the end of his hashtag. statement as well. Yeah, the, that hashtag. Yeah, um, I think there might have been one or two there might not have been as much dissent over it but it was just smacked a complete disrespect I mean yeah I get that he's excited to join his boyhood club etc um, but he's still a Kilmarnock player for now and I think if Kilmarnock you know you've got to remember Kilmarnock's still in this title race as well they're one of four they're only one point off Celtic and Rangers so um, the worry is that he drops he drops his level I mean it could well be that he performs as well as Graeme Shinney did for Inverness. I mean, Graeme Shinney signed a pre-contract for us in the January. Um, that came out public, and he just went on and, and got better the rest of the season. Captain Kenneth at the Scottish Cup in third place in Europe before he yeah. left. So if Jones can um, show that same attitude, then then obviously better for Kilmarnock. But the worry is is that he does a Steve McManaman um, when he announced he was going to Real Madrid and going to a bit of a hiding and not protect himself too much because um, he's obviously going to be more of a target for flying tackles etc so he want to keep himself fit for going to Rangers and not go to Rangers um, injured so you just don't know I mean um, I still think they'll try and get some sort of deal done because um, then Kilmarnock will know about that and see if they can get a replacement for the money that they get for Jones um, yeah. as, as for Kamara I'm not convinced about that saying at all Um He's been. He's not really stood out in games. Now and then he's shown glimpses, but I don't think he's good enough to play for Rangers. I think with the options they've got in midfield, where's he going to fit in the team? He's just going to be no more a squad player, I think. Yeah, but that's what I'm thinking as well. He's, he's not someone that's ever stood out for me, but I can't say I've watched a lot of Dundee, um, apart from maybe kind of seen highlights. Even when he's played against us, I've, I can't say I've really noticed him. Um, I've seen folk try and suggest that he's, get, he's up there with the best passing stats. In the league, whether that's true or not, I don't know. But yeah, as you say, I mean, I don't see him being better than Ryan Jack or better than Arfield or better than um, maybe Kurobala. Even I know he's only on loan. Ross um, McCrory. Yeah, Judy maybe still on McCrory, but I. Um, and then obviously they follow up the news where the loan signing just Steve Davis and Defoe. I mean, Davis is certainly 
Uh, better though he's on a loan to the end of the season. The full one, eighteen month loan. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I know Rangers fans are excited about it. Defoe's obviously been a great player. If maybe they'd signed him maybe a few years ago, I brilliant. Still think he'll probably do an alright job up here, but mm-hmm. but the, th- the thing is, Rangers and Celtic aren't going to get a player like Jimmy Defoe at his um at his peak. They're going to get him um you know in the twilight years of his career. Um, that's just the way Scottish football is and has to be. But as I know, people have been saying as a Look at some overage players that have come up here before, like Joey Barton and, um, and Ian Wright are two examples. Um, but I think Jermaine Defoe's attitude will be much better than those two put together. Ian Wright and um, Joey Barton came up here for a payday, expecting to squish it. I think Jermaine Defoe will come up here wanting to prove his point and try and score a few goals. And he's a goal scorer. You know, he might be an impact player, um, or they might start him alongside Morelos, who knows. But I think up here, um, he will score. A few goals, and is that is that um, you leaving the podcast to go to another podcast? Aye, that's the that's a transfer though. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, 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 I do think he could. Be, I, th- I do think he probably will be a good signing. I don't, whether it's enough for a lot of people, but it, Rangers fans seem to think it will help them in the league. Who knows? He's, he's not played much over the last couple of seasons, so it might take him a while to get match fit. Yeah, it might do, but you'll probably see him come on against Cowdenbeath first. That um, you know, a few minutes and you know, gradually build himself up that way, or um, they might well put him in um, for for starting that game. Who knows what they'll do? Um, Davis is a. I know he's not played much the last few months for Southampton, but again, it's a it's a safe signing. Um, they know what he can do. I know he's thirty four, but uh, if they play him in a midfield five, I'm sure they'll get um, the best out of him. Um, I think he will be a, a good sign. Help help him keep the ball that bit better. Um, I see that Charlie Adam was trying to, um, you know, put his piece to um, come and get me players Rangers with his comments. But I think Rangers are better off staying away from Charlie Adam. I don't think he's a player that will interest them. Um, I think um, he's more likely going to go to some like Hearts or Dundee, two clubs that have been mentioned. I think he'd be better for them than for Rangers because there's too much competition in. For uh, for Adam to get a place in that team, and plus Adam seems more, um, no more focused on his media career than his football career. Hence why he's only played three times for Stoke this season. I think he's a Dundee fan, is he not? Yeah, he's he's from Dundee, and he's um, I know his late dad plays for Dundee, but I think he is a Dundee fan. Yeah, he always talks about Dundee a lot. So he he did say he'd end his career there one day. Maybe if he was to go to Dundee now, it'd be a good sign for them. Um, but I don't think it'd be a good sign for Rangers just now. Yeah. Um, that's now like Kamarnik. Not seen anything that they've done yet in terms of players in. Unless I've missed something. The loan deal's been extended for the Jolie. That's all I've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've not seen any sort of um, transfer speculation, but. I think they always keep tend to keep their business quite quiet. Um, and Steve Clark's got a, um, you know, a nice uh, unit there to, um, knit together, um, and he won't want to disrupt it too much because he's not made many changes um, to the Commander squad since he's went there. Um, and they've been their performance have obviously been night and day. 
But if Jones was to go, they'll probably look for another winger. Um, one of my mates is a commander fan rumoured that um, they could be going in for John Hazenloan. If they got that, that would be a terrific signing um, in the season. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see who, who they bring in. Um, but I wouldn't imagine it would be too much activity at Rugby Park. Oh, I mean, I don't know. They might try and get one or two in if they think. Just to kind of maybe push this forward on. Probably, I don't know whether the squad's still maybe a wee bit small, but just one or two, maybe a loan signings, I would think. If they get anyone in, probably something from down south where Clark's gone. That's down there. Yeah, probably. Um, Incidentally, I might as well mention it just now. Um, I've put a tweet out um, for all you Kilmarnock fans. It's the 150th year um, of Kilmarnock. The, the anniversary celebration have started. So just um, get in touch with at SFF Podcast um, by sharing your favourite memories as a Kilmarnock fan. Can range from a lot of things. Like if you're old enough to see him win the league title, the Scottish Cup win, the League Cup win, um, the European nights that he's have had some of the great players that you've seen come in um, and we'll read them all we'll read them all out next week Aye, we should say as well uh, we did a poll there our week or last week with regards to who's been the Premiership team of the season so far and Kowalik uh, overwhelmingly the, the choice, 50, over 50% of the vote um, for them um, mm-hmm. so aye we've got a few responses so far with regards to Kowalik um, so what are you guys actually place junior football uh, Kelly fan and he said his favourite moment is when they won the the league cup mm-hmm. yep did you have Anton Hout yes aye because he put DVT DVT and I was thinking who was that again I was trying to think who he was again and then I clicked on the link I was like oh I remember him now um, yeah. so I and his favourite player which didn't really surprise me Eremenko one of the choices yeah. Uh, Christoph Cocard as well so two similar to type of players but he did mention as well Pascali who was one of those players that just gave it all for the club um, captain for a while as well I think he was talking as well about him coming back to Scotland because he enjoyed staying here so much at his time there mm-hmm. uh, brother-in-law he's a Philly fan as well uh, his favourite moment winning the Scottish Cup uh, favourite player maybe a bit of a blast in the past Jerome Barai yeah, I remember um, Jerome Verai. He ended up playing for Airdrie uh, and Air United. Um, but I remember him when he first came in the 97-98 season. He looked a handful. Yeah. Um, uh, his f- favourite moment was beating Rangers 1-0 in 1993 with Tam Black's free kick. Oh, yeah. 93-94 season. Yeah, that was the one that kept them up in their first season. It's just to think, it's been a quarter, of, um, or over a quarter century since um, they got promoted and they've stayed in the league ever since. And and they've had a couple of scares in between there, but most of the time they've been relatively okay. Or um, as I've mentioned, the qualify for Europe a couple of times. They're doing very well just now. Um, yeah, they're they're doing very well for themselves. And yeah, good luck yeah. to them. Um, and as I say to any commander fans, we've we've actually hashtagged um, the um, Kelly um, one one fifty hashtag in there. So hopefully we'll get a few responses from that. So, but we'd love to hear from you. I we had a few folk, we had a few Cali fans following as I noticed, so I thought we were, going to, we were going to get maybe some responses tonight, but we were thinking about it, they're watching back the old videos and all that. Um, I, I've got a fair few moments uh, in Rugby Park that I could, I could say, like, cause we've obviously got a good unbeaten run there for a while, so I've had <laughs> plenty of good moments there, uh, plenty of good memories. Yeah. 
Yeah. So nicely bowed on to Aberdeen. Absolutely. Uh, Tandy out, which is no surprise. And he's singing for St Mirren. It was um, similar to when, remember when we let go of Greg Wilde and then a few years later he was signing for St Mirren. The exact same thing has happened to you. Um, yeah, it was no surprise. I was actually surprised that he didn't move before August, to be honest with you. Um, but could he do a Billy Mackay and get relegated three years in the trot? Because Tansy get relegated to Inverness, he got relegated when he was on loan at Ross County last season. Billy Mackay got relegated to Dundee United, Inverness and Ross County. He could, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why it never worked out at Aberdeen, because it, on paper it looked like a good signing. He'd done well for Inverness, but for whatever reason, we don't know why, it just not worked out. Um, good luck to him, but I think he'll do well for yeah. him if he can get fit, get on a games. Because um, yeah. so. I remember when we were first in for him, it was the 2015-16 season, and that that fell through obviously. Um, and people, you know, were saying that if we'd signed him, that could have been the sign that um, helped us towards the title that year. Because um, that was the year that we beat Celtic twice at home, but still ended up a good bit behind, and we fell fell short, um, you know, before Easter as we did. But um, but yeah, for some reason it's not happened for him. Um, he always had some injury problems, which didn't help. But yeah, I hope he does well at St Man. In most players that leave Aberdeen, I wouldn't do well unless they've left under a cloud. But I don't think he has. So good luck to him. But he's got yeah. um, a big task. Is it um, is it one? But I think the big thing for us is making sure that we get cover for Max Logo. And I hope. There's not been too many rumours going about, but we mentioned Kilmarnock being a, a club that keep out. Um, not much gets in the media. Under Dent McInnes' time, there's not been much that's got come out of Aberdeen with who we're going to be signing until we've actually seen yeah. him. So, let's take the place to close his chest. Aye, you'll usually not find out anything until like 24 hours before it happens, at, at most. Um, but other big news is Big Cosgrove, Ballon d'Or. Mm-hmm. Extended his contract to 2022. Yeah, great bit of business. I definitely and uh, well done. I mean, actually, um, he put his post on um, Instagram and actually acknowledged them by saying, um, "Well done," and um, keep proving that the critics include myself wrong. So yeah. no, I'm delighted uh, for him. I mean, I read an interview with him earlier and he was talking about how um, at the start of the season, no one was really like sure of a place, and it was kind of very much stop start. Obviously, we're inconsistent. But yeah, I mean, since December, start of December, he's just been superb. Um, clearly, as well, he said himself, he's worked hard in the training down, he's worked with the staff and different things, so it's obviously paying off someone that listens. Um, and the age he is, he's only going to get better as well. It's someone, I think, I can't remember who it was, but I've seen some Aberdeen fan. Um, it was a comment, I think, from October, they tweeted, and saying Sammy Co- Sam Cosgrove's a 20 goal season striker. Well, never know, if he keeps on scoring the way he does, the way he is just now. It could happen. Um, so but what was I, it? Seven goals he scored in December. So if he was to start scoring seven goals a month between the end of the season, he'll <laughs> <laughs> be I'll take that. <laughs> I will take that. Aye. Uh, so yeah. yeah, the other big one for us will be um, probably Hoban being re- returning, which will be cliche, almost like a new signing. Because mm-hmm. uh, he started off pretty well at the start of the season. Um, obviously, played in the Burnley game, played 
and then let's get a couple of other games. Yeah. A few other games get injured, but provides cover across the back. I, did he played left back against Burnley, did he not? He played left back against Burnley. Um, he did, and he was supposed to be playing right back in the first three league games of the season. The problem was he got injured against Burnley. Yeah. Um, and we ended up having to go away, dominate ball in the opening couple of games. And then I think he played in midfield against the uh, Hibs, scored, and then we haven't seen him since. So hopefully his injury problems are behind him. But apparently he's had a, he had a lot of injuries when he was at Watford as well. And that's, he did, probably, yes. the, that's probably the reason why we've got him. To be perfectly honest, I mean, oh, it is, yeah. I yeah. think he missed. I think he missed about two seasons. Because um, mm-hmm. he's twenty-four. Because I thought it was a bit of a weird one that they were sending a twenty-four-year-old on loan. Yes, but mm-hmm. I hopefully we can stay fit for the rest of the season because we've obviously been short in defensive positions. The other one is Devlin's back in training, which is superb news. Um, still think we'll probably look to sign some kind of defender. I'd seen talk about a. a been linked to a defender from Peterborough. Don't know how true it is. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, we, we definitely need to, if we're going to be staying up there, we need to bring in a, a couple of bodies. Um, you know, obviously left back's the the biggest priority just now. Um, but yeah, just need to wait and see. I still think we could do with um, another right back as cover. For in case Logan gets injured or suspended, but I suppose that's why we brought Hoban in the first place was to cover anyone in the back four. So um, yeah, we'll just need to wait and see what materialises over the next few weeks. Um, but and to find out what's happening with uh, Shane and Mackay Stephen because they can now talk to other other clubs. Yes. Um, so yeah, we need. Oh. Aye. Aye, the Peterborough defender is Jack Watmore. I don't know if I pronounced his surname right, but then the source is Christopher Harvey, who is an Aberdeen fan, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so, you know. Yeah. Because the big one as well is keeping hold of McKenna, this window. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, he's in a four and a half year deal, so we'll just need to wait and see. Um, the worry is that a, an English team comes in, but you, you just hope that if an English team comes in, we might put in something like, well, can we have him for the rest of the season and then you take him for however X million and have the 20% selling clause um, because teams have worked that sort of deal out before to their advantage um, like we did yeah. ourselves with Kenny McLean getting him back on loan last season for, for the remainder so I will take McKenna the... will go eventually I still think it will be the end of the season for McKenna he certainly seems focused on Aberdeen just now which is the big thing um, he's not getting his head turned because um, he, he's probably aware of the interest but he's focusing on his football Um so yeah, just keep our fingers crossed that um, no one comes in from this month. Yeah, and he's not, but he's still not had a full season playing a, playing football. So for us, and he obviously only started by October last year. So it's no far off a full season, but yeah, I mean two full se- maybe a season and Aye. most of our season, and then maybe maybe then move on because McInnes has said himself he, he knows that he'll move on. Um, he's not. Mm-hmm. He's too good not to, unfortunately, unless we somehow get to the Champions League. But we never know. Uh, <laughs> and he decides to, to captain us to, into Europe. Yeah, that would be good. Because um, I think if Shinny went and he stayed there, McKenna, McKenna would be the new captain. Um, but I see, um, speaking of centre-halves, um, Hearts have been busy in that department because um, it was one out, Jimmy's done back to Burnley and 
they brought in Connor Shaughnessy from Leeds. Yes, I, he was pretty well rated, I think, when he first broke through at Leeds, Shaughnessy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, it's a good it's a good coup for Hearts, um, if he can, you know, stay fit. But um, with, with John Suters and Irwin's coming back in the next few weeks as well, so it increases the competition at the back again. Um, and they signed a striker from Tepliche, David Vanacek, I think that's how you pronounce it. I think they'd signed him a few months ago or they'd agreed to move and they were waiting mm-hmm. to get a game. Um, uh, and then Ryan Edwards and Bobby Bonds have returned mm-hmm. from their loan spells. Yeah, I don't think... It, there's something about Edwards that I just don't rate. Um, he didn't really look particularly good when he was playing for St Mirren. Um, and he was okay at Partick, but I don't see him as a Hearts player. Yeah, well, you need the comments from most Hearts fans that they seem to suggest, yeah, just ship him back out somewhere, but they can't, I don't think. No, the only team they can ship him back out is St Mirren. Aye, because he's already played for Hearts. Yeah. That season. So, don't know what happened there. Yeah. Unless they just, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure, but um, but yeah, the big thing for them is also before New Year, um, Stephen A. Smith coming back, so that'll give them a boost to push on for um, the rest of the season and try and put themselves... We've been talking about the top four, um, only three points between them, but it's hearts all of us, only three behind ourselves, so if they get a good run, they could be back in it again. Aye, they could be either, obviously not far off. Um... I, I, I can't see it over Hearts I think they're too inconsistent I know Aberdeen have been a bit inconsistent this season but I think Hearts are yeah, that's, I don't want to say something that bites me in the arse later in the season but I think Hearts are a slightly lower level than us yeah. you should have said that quiet, John. I know, I know I've said it but I've said it it's out there Um <laughs> Um, St Johnson, not much happening there, um, as far as I can see. Um, although they've told Stefan Skugel he can go, they expected bigger things from him because he obviously came from English football, played for Sheffield United, but um, it's not worked out for out for him at all. Yeah, only thing I did see, and this was just some St Johnson fans speculating and hoping, was they hoped that O'Halloran would somehow return. Yeah, I don't think that's happened because I think he's happy in Australia. You can go to uh, you can go to Perth. Oh. Hey. Hey. Was it Tim Melbourne he joined, wasn't it? I actually can't remember. It may have been. You're forcing me to Google this now. I am forcing you to Google <laughs> it. That was it. The pause. <laughs> Yeah, Michael Halloran plays for Melbourne City. There you go, there you go, you're right. Aye. Um, I wasn't sure if it was them or, um, or Victory. I've actually um, went to a Melbourne Victory game um, what, six years ago when I was out in my tour in Australia. Um, aye, it was an experience. It's a class city, Melbourne. Yeah, it's one of my favourites I've been to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's a good name, isn't it? Melbourne Victory. Yeah, it's a great name. A uh, strong is it, name. 
Yeah. Yeah, they've won that A-League a couple of times as well. Um, nice wee stadium. I can't remember that. Because I, th- I think it was, I think it's actually Etihad they play at. The Etihad in Melbourne, obviously. Um, I need to double check. Aye. Actually, Halloran has been released. Oh, Halloran has been released by Melbourne City, so maybe he's not enjoying it out there. Oh, well. Um, I wouldn't be averse to taking like, Aberdeen as a wide player. But as an option but we've probably got other areas we need to strengthen yeah, I've, I've not been to Etihad in Melbourne but I've been to the MCG and it's an amazing stadium um, it wasn't for well it was for football yes. but it was already rules football mm-hmm. yeah I, I, I did a tour there that's amazing what was it like for Aussie rules sorry no it was brilliant aye first class Um I mean, for football fans here, they would think it was very weird, but most fans were, like, mixed. It wasn't a case that there was, like, segregation, because over there, like, Victoria, where Melbourne is, is the, basically the heart of Aussie Rules football. So a lot of the, the fans from clubs that that play there have got, like, you know, like, members' passes. So the members' passes basically get them into, I think, any game or whatever, or get them discounted rates or first access kind of thing, so... Aye, it's, a, it's probably more of a kind of family type sport mm-hmm. in terms of families going to watch it. But yeah, the, the atmosphere was terrific. Uh, they know how to put on a show as well in terms of some of the stuff on offer as well. It's well sponsored. It's, I mean, it's massive over there. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that, they get paid. They paid some kind of serious money. Um, I used to love it when I was younger. I used to watch it as a channel phone as we, and then now it's on BT Sport. I watched it on BT Sport. I actually watched a fair bit of it last, the end of last season. Um, nice. up to the grand final so uh, good sport I enjoyed it I enjoyed the sport it's a, it's a sport if I wish that it was available here when I was wee because it looked like a great game to play yeah there wasn't any, it was um, off season for Ozil's football when I went over because when I went over it was the, their summer um, but so I think if it, um, if it had been on I would have probably taken a, in a game just for the experience see what it's like Um it's not a sport of particular follow, but I would have took it and muscle was over there, but that wasn't on. Aye, I mean, I think there's no doubt um, I'll go back to Melbourne and I would definitely try and take in a game again, because I mm-hmm. was really good. And well priced as well. At the time I went, I think there was the three of us, so my father-in-law, son and me, and I think we paid the equivalent of about 45 quid for three of us. That's really good for a family. And you could have a, you could have a beer as well. Uh, nice. So, right. Aye, good. Um, uh, hips? Loving. No, I've had Living, uh, Living's oh, Livingston. Livingston. Hips? Yeah. But they've not um, done anything, have they? Apart from Hardy, we've back to Rangers. Yeah, um, now. I think. Now. I, I think Hardy will still end up somewhere. Um, whether. One of the rumours that you. Funny you mentioned them getting Kamara um, this month. One of the rumours supposed to be Hardy's supposed to be going there on a loan deal. In exchange, right. I just don't see where Hardy's going to fit in the Rangers team just now. With them obviously saying Defoe, they've got um, Lafferty and uh, Morelos obviously for now, um, unless he gets sold. But I think it'd be better for Hardy if he went back to Livingston because he's only just got back in the team, having been injured most of the season. Um, I think it's a bit disruptive having him going to Rangers and then um, maybe going somewhere else. I think he'd have been better staying for the full season, but it's obviously up to Rangers what they do. Um, 
at Livingston, I wouldn't expect there to be too much activity. Uh, yeah, it's probably just a case of Gerard just wants to see Hardy for himself in training because obviously early in the season he was injured. So he's probably just yeah. going to have a look. And then, suppose what, they got three strikers? Mm-hmm. Which maybe he feels he needs extra cover just in case. Because obviously once the window's closed, that's it. And then if mm-hmm. one gets injured, they're down to two. And yeah, true. maybe look at what's happened at Celtic and stop. No. So... Aye, see what happens. Yeah, but I mean, to anyway. I think will be happy with our squad in it just now as it is. I don't, I don't expect there to be any incomings or. Yeah. Uh, maybe on. You never know. Well, I think. I mean, the talk out in the season was the budget wasn't the latest. Mhm. Which is why. Yeah. Uh, Miller left. Aye, the the the, 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 the smallest budget. It's the smallest budget in the league, so they're not going to be expecting to spend a lot of money. But um, Gary Holt knew that when he took the job, and but he's been used to working with a club that didn't have a lot of money, so it's probably why it's a better fit. And yeah, I think he's able to play one, their style of football. Aye, one thing though, I don't know if what well, other players out of contract there in the season, but Halkett, who's obviously impressed, was in our team in the season. Uh, our team of the season so far is out of contract at the end of the season. Yeah. You'd so imagine whether maybe Brooklyn. clubs might look to try and get him in. That's one for a whole fee. And we'll give a shout out to Rob McLean whilst we're at it because um, he um, he responded with a comment because we said that our team of this half season wasn't too dissimilar to his. I think there was like two or three differences between the two and obviously a different, he went with a 3-4-3 three, three in his side. Um, but they weren't too far apart but he acknowledged our tweet and well, specifically me, um, but <laughs> um, but no, he acknowledged that and good on him. Thank you, Rob. I feel I feel proud to this point for him responding as well. Never know, you might come on a podcast sometime. Okay, that's the question. See if he's up for it. Aye. Hibs though, linked with Ryan Gold on loan. Yeah, I thought that had actually been confirmed, but apparently he's just went to training camp. But that would be a good signing. Um, they've been linked with Morgan, as we mentioned before, um, but they've lost Hyman. Um, F. Ambrose has left. He's triggered a clause to leave, and apparently he's going down to Cardiff. Um, yes, and Boyle's but, injured. Yeah, I was just going to say that's probably he got the injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a pity um, for him. Money. That'll probably be why they're after Morgan as well, but. Um, but yeah, you can't expect it to be quite busy because well, Lennon hinted big time after the, the Edinburgh derby that they needed to get more reinforcements um, in the attacking areas. Um, but if they're signing gold, does that probably mean that they won't be signing Scott Allen again? Well, I heard talk that potentially they could still be after Scott Allen as well, but I can't see how you could have a midfield of Allen, Marlon and gold. However, I have heard that in Portugal that uh, Sporting Lisbon were trying to convert Gold into a holding midfielder as opposed to an attacking midfielder so mm-hmm. who knows but I still can't believe Scott Allen at, Celt- at Celtic I mean obviously he's going to be in pretty good wages but I mean, he's not even going to a sniffer getting a game I don't think no. even when even when uh, Hibs sorry Hibs not Hibs even when Celtic had injuries in midfield he wasn't even quoted and you look at some of his stats when he does play 
he's up there with the best players in the league in terms of chances created. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can't be doing Scott Allen any good to be, you know, sitting the sidelines again. I mean, how many seasons has he been a senior pro, and how many full seasons has he completed? Um, well, there was the one when he was at Hibs in the Championship, and then, I mean, he went to Dundee last season for half a season, but it wasn't working. He was out of the team probably more often than he was in it. Um, and then he got, then he got obviously have squads and he was terrific for them. So, but he needs to get playing football. Whether he goes back to Hibs or just goes to someone and gets regular game time. I mean, he's got six months left of his deal. I mean, does he sit on what he's left, got left, or hope Celtic just pay him off so he can just go? Because Celtic can surely afford the payoff of his wages. Just to well, go. Aye. Well, Brendan Rodgers came out yesterday and says that he's got a plan for Scott Allen. All right. So, I mean, that could that could still be him leaving or whatever or going away, but yeah, he, he's got a plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Motherwell signs Ross McCormick back. Uh, yeah, it could potentially be good if he can get out his house. All right, over <laughs> the fence. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. If he can get his form back, then that's a terrific sign for Mother because they obviously lost Ryan Borman. Um, although I see they've signed a winger from Nottingham Forest, Gaboli Ariebe. Oh, well, there you go. You've been you've been uh, watching. Was it Sky Sports? I think and someone said the name. Was it on Sky Sports? I think I Sky Sports. This is the first time I've read his name on the BBC website. But sounded pretty much spot on, actually. What can I say? Years of him trying to pronounce names. Yes. I don't know anything about this boy. Um, I'm guessing. Apart from that, yeah, apart from that, he's come from Knox Forest, I. No, I don't I. know much about him either. Yeah, yeah I can't say much. I don't know, yeah. That's all I know. He's come from Knox Forest. Yeah. And he's a wide player. Which, probably, yeah. can do with in terms of creating more opportunities. And yeah, as you'd said, McCormack. I mean, if McCormack can. Recapture the form that he showed even what maybe two seasons ago, you know, go for about 10 12 million. Yeah, the last good season, yeah, it was about 12 or 13 million, something like that. And he was good for film, and then he went to Aston Villa, and it just didn't work out at all. Um, Because there was still at that point a lot of people saying, Why is he not in the Scotland squad? That was only two years ago, uh, two and a half years ago, something like that. So there's definitely a player still there in him, and I'm sure if he gets a run of games at Motherwell, he'll do well. Um, pardon the pun. Obviously, played there before as well. Yeah, 11 years ago. Um, and he was terrific, and obviously earned his move to Cardiff. But Motherwell obviously struggling for goals. They've scored 20 goals in 21 league games. So they obviously need to sort that out. And he could be the man to help them. And maybe get more out of Curtis Main or Connor Salmon, who've both been pretty poor this season by their standards. The potential for an M&M strike for. Is that your is that your title? Could be. Mm-hmm. I, I used to remember when I was younger and you had SAS for Sutton Gina, you had RAF Russian Fowler. Yeah. Uh, you had Ham, Hayley McCoist. There's jokes in there somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, if you've seen what the Aberdeen fans were there saying to McCoyce that the uh, Rugby Park here on the season, then maybe McCoyce likes a few ham sandwiches. 
To be fair, this they, is it like, like Boyd, he gave it back. Like Boyd, he gave it back. He, yeah. he, he had a giggle by fans. Yeah. So. Yeah, good. Hamilton, there's no news at all on players out and players in so far. I wouldn't imagine there'll be yeah, much sometimes. changes to that. Aye, sometimes they say no news is good news, but I would think Hamilton will want maybe one or two in. Again, it'll probably be, I would imagine, loan market or if maybe uh, other Premiership clubs maybe release players and then they pick them up. Yeah. Well, St. Man had a big blow in losing Adam Hamill, who has pretty much carried them the last couple of months. So that is a huge blow. And they've also lost Edwards, but I don't think that's too much of a blow. But yeah, as we discussed, Tansy, I think will be a decent signing. But they need a lot more. They need another creative player now. And they need a goal scorer. Although I know Jackson could come good, but they can't just gamble on that because he's not scored that many goals since he's come up here. Oh, I would As a team, they've not scored that many goals. But I think if at least a final has been scored and it had been him or Hamill. Um, I'm guessing the Hamill's going to this one top in terms of maybe back, maybe mm-hmm. family. Yeah. So was he getting them? Was it Barnsley? He was at? He was at Barnsley maybe before, I know, I'm listening they released him. So, it's maybe something to do with that, or probably again, I would imagine, it's going to top and probably offer better money. Mm-hmm. So. Dundee signed a player from their rivals, Craig Curran, in a two year deal. Um, Aye, back in town as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he also did a good job from at Ross County, so um, a safe sign. They're obviously going to lose Kamara at some point. They'll also be hoping to keep hold of him to the end of the season, but I doubt they'll be able to do it if Rangers offer him and they'll just take it because it's under these financial positions. Um, Calvin Miller went back to Celtic after his loan deal, so but they need to get reinforcements in if they're going to stay up, especially at the back. Ah, well, 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 all over the picture. But aye. Mm-hmm. But of course, aye, I would stick, I suppose maybe Codden and Miller could maybe be an elite strength force. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But now that uh, St. Miller have lost Hamill, it's now 50-50 maybe between the St. Miller and Dundee for me. I think it'll be between the two. I think Hamilton might do enough to stay up. Um, it's certainly between those three for the bottom two. I don't see Mother being dragged down any of it. Um, Livingston are obviously 20 points clear of Dundee. And all the, the other seven clubs are. They're, not, they're obviously not going to get holes into it. Although it'd be quite funny if Celtic or Rangers somehow get holes into losing every single game, but that's not going to happen. Aye. Aye. May as well move on to the championship, but before we do that, and we'll actually link in with the championship, the, the whole free saga and statements and etc. and death threats and all that. I mean, it's all right to take question on decision and say, aye, then if he's had a bad game, but death threats, come on. I mean, where are we? Now are they? Like, sort yourself out. So I, I retweeted something that Neil Lennon um, said um, yesterday about uh, the the John Beaton situation. He, he was talking about being unacceptable, but the, the point he made towards the end of it was um, it's not even a minority anymore. It's um, 
you know, it's it's a majority. Well, I don't think it's necessarily the minority. It's it's a loud minority and it's a minority that's gathering a bit of momentum because it seems to be people in 2019 have decided their new resolution is to be even more stupid and even more um, more full of hatred. It's just getting beyond a joke. It's actually putting me off, um, you know, football debates on Twitter and Facebook, etc. Um, there's certain stories that you just want to stay away from. But, I mean, to come out with the, the death threats to, um, to Chris Sutton, the, the abuse to John Beaton, you know, get a grip. It's a game of football. Um, yes, John Beaton's um, decision, the, you know, the, the decision over um, not to take any further action on Morales because Beaton seen it and said it wasn't worthy. Yes, it's it's a terrible decision. Um, it's controversial. A lot of people have got every reason not to be happy. But to for Beaton to need a police escort to go referee the Air United and Falkirk game, that's just ridiculous. Grow up. Yeah. Aye, uh, I mean I don't. You want something's got to happen in terms of talks. I mean, in terms of that, the side, the football side of things. I think there needs to be very discussion around the table with the SFA, maybe some referees, maybe some managers, and at least that would maybe help in terms of. There's been talk before about referees coming out and explaining decisions. That's not going to happen. I don't get happens anywhere. But at least maybe in. Uh, can well can find circles or behind closed doors. They can have those chats because there was a talk before about referees going in. They usually go in pre-season, explain any kind of real updates and stuff like that, and have a chat with the managers just to explain things. That maybe that needs to happen again, just to be maybe a wee focus group or something like that together. Um, yeah, because at the moment, I mean, I'd be, maybe we're guilty of ourselves. We've criticised referees, but I think it's okay to be critical because we criticise players as well and. That's what it always with football, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. We're, we're critical we're of the system. Agree with yeah. We don't even agree with each other on the podcast. No. I mean, so, so. As, as long as the debate's healthy and nobody's um, you know, threatening each other over it, it's, then it's absolutely fine. I mean, nobody should be immune for, for criticism. It's when it, it's, but there's a line, and I'm, you know, we've not got to the line and saying that I'm going to send you... Um, stuff about Andrew Dallas and find out where his home addresses and stuff like that and then everyone jump in the bandwagon. Um, we don't rate Andrew Dallas a referee and also another part of the reason was because how he's been fast-tracked through the system. But I wouldn't dream of sending, you know, death threats as well or anything like that. It's just ridiculous to even consider that. I mean, I, yeah. I think, you know, and there's people out there who are, you know, excusing it, saying, oh, but he, d- he des- um, beaten deserved it because he's corrupt, etc. Come off it. He's made he's made mistake he's made a mistake here. Um, well, in his opinion, he's not, and the SFA have backed him up, um, or the SFA have um, contradicted themselves. But that's that's more a um, an SFA problem, you know. Just stop with the threatening of people. It's a game of football. Um, yeah. But I, I agree with you that there should be some sort of focus group because the SFA are part of the problem here. Um, the SFA are almost hanging these referees out to dry. Um, and I just think there should be a big discussion around the table. A couple of a couple of current referees, the SFA, a few former managers, maybe a couple of chief execs, and, maybe, and someone independent in this as well, and just come for a solution. What the solution is, I don't know. I'm sure we'll debate about it. But you know, the abuse has got to stop. 
Well, it's, the thing is as well, there's been a few obviously statements from different clubs, it's not just been Celtic, Rangers come out, they've not been happy, Hearts, Craig Levine's all going to take a one-back ban now, yeah, uh, Aberdeen have come out early in the season, Kilmarnock have come out early in the season, there's, I mean, usually at least once a week there's at least one manager complaining, usually it's Craig Levine, uh, but <laughs> aye, what will end up happening is the referees are going straight. Yeah. And I know Chris um, said, "Good, you know, get the foreign referees and all the rest of it." But you don't want to be encouraging that. I mean, um, yes, our referees are are pretty poor. This has been a probably the poorest season since that twenty ten season um, for refereeing decisions. But I just, um, you know, we can't be encouraging people not to be a referee. I've got a, um, a friend at work who's a who's trained to be a referee, and I said to him one day. Are you sure you want to do this? Um, but we don't want to be encouraging, um, you know, disencouraging people not to be a referee at the same time. Um, and it was interesting you mentioned no other country um, really has referees talking to the press. I know England did that a few, um, 2004 season, roughly, I think it was. But that soon stopped. Um, so there's got to be, there's got to be a better process. Like, um, I think... If a referee has seen a decision um, and then sticks, then sticks by it, I don't see why that should just be left as gospel. I'm, surely some that's why you have other people looking at it to retrospectively punish. I mean, that's what we do with uh, you know, with the diving, etc. Why is it not any different for these instances? And I think it's inconsistent yeah. as well. I think the problem is some of the ruins are a bit maybe old, uh, maybe need reviewed in terms yep, of that again. Yep. What's that? Wrapped up and start again. Write a new book. Aye, because it's something you can appeal, something you can't appeal. I mean, it's a two-yellow card system. There's the automatic red. There's all the different things in terms of there's different rules for different things. It's mm-hmm. yeah. If there's been a mistake made and you can appeal it, I mean, why not just let clubs do it? Maybe they they can say others. They think that folk will just appeal every card. Mm-hmm. Which. I suppose could be a bit, could be tiresome, but I guess there's people paid to deal with these types of things. I mean, a compliance officer. Hmm. I don't know. I've not heard from the compliance officer much these days. No. It's a big thing. Was it last season or two seasons ago? The compliance officer reviewing all these decisions, and it was taking about a week for things to be reviewed. Yeah. I don't know about you, but. If there's a, there's a, I can put it up YouTube and probably see an incident within about two minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, don't know. Well, speaking about the, the dive and retrospective thing, um, I saw that uh, Dan Adi held his hands up to um, a couple of match ban because he admitted to, um, you know, going down to get a player um, to gain advantage and getting a player sent off. That was obviously rightly turned over, um, and he got a ban out. And he came out on Twitter and said. I hold my hands up. I was doing it to get advantage. She'd never done. I'm ashamed of myself. End of story. Good on him. And but we don't have enough of that. There's not enough people that are honest enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we spoke earlier about the Air Falkirk game. So Falkirk moved off the bottom because yeah, actually won it here. Um, Ray McKinnon's been busy. Terms of signings, signed five, seven new players already. Yeah, I think the stat that was coming out before both games that um, Falkirk and Partick Thistle had. Signed as many people um, players um, collectively as they had points. Because <laughs> yeah. Partick signed eight, um, 
but yeah, it's a terrific result for Falkirk. Um, I saw the highlights of that on YouTube. Uh, bit of a scrappy goalkeeper makes a mistake, but Zach Rudden's there to pounce. But what a, that really could be the, the result that kicks their season on. As you say, they're obviously made all these things they're hoping to do with St Martin did and hold themselves out of trouble. Definitely, aye. Yeah, Jack Ross had obviously made that point when he took over some There was too many players that were used to using to losing, and he overhauled that. Um, so obviously Ray McKinn's hoping for a similar effect, and so is Gary Cobble at Thistle, who Aye. got a not bad result, but they were they were obviously with the wind disappointed having been one up, but they can see that penalty, and it was a definite penalty. Um, I noticed they signed Joe Cardo, who I think could be a good signing. That's what I think, Joe Cardo. Thistle signed Joe Cardo. Aye, that is a good signing. He's proven at that level mm-hmm. so yeah that could be a good thing the good thing for air though is that Ross County lost on Friday <coughs> yeah so yeah a big result for Morton we've seen many top four um, but I um, I think yeah Dundee United managed to close in by a point but they would have been disappointed only getting a point at home because they're still six behind Ross County but um, but as for, uh, yeah, your mate would have been pleased. Um, Morton winning. Well, yeah, well, he would have been pleased. But I, I'd said to him because there was, I thought maybe we might want to go to the game. Um, so I was like, oh, you maybe fancy one. He was like, no, we've been terrible this season. I'm not going. And then yeah, I mean that's them. They, they win and then go. I mean they're only eight points off the top. Yeah, they're fourth. I mean they can't be having that bad this season if they're sitting fourth. I mean, um, I think a lot of people thought they'd they'd struggle this season. Because obviously Duffy had went and they had an overhaul, but yeah, they're doing they're doing pretty well for themselves. Um, I, I didn't see how it's that game. I saw highlights of Queen of South um, winning at uh, Inverness and a former Aberdeen player made his debut, Nicky Lowe. I think that's a good sign for him. So as a player, I, I quite liked Aberdeen. He's a good squad player. Never going to be one that was going to be first team regular. So I think he'll he'll do he'll do very well for Queens and apparently get man of the match. Um, Aye, he'd right. been training with Martin actually. He's a great yeah. boy, I think. But they're only a tip. point off. Sorry, I was just saying they're only a point off the off Martin. Yep. Aye. Aye. Uh, I'll continue to be in good form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You've not lost comeback. since the start of December. Yeah, it's really good. Considering they're the only part-time team in the league, you know they're doing very well and. You know, I better watch their backs as well because if Falkirk start picking up points and Thistle get their act together they could easily be hauled down and considering that they were tipped by somebody being the top the top four although then I've said that they're still only four points <laughs> at Morton <laughs> aye, aye. it's one of their leagues aye. Aye. it's always tough I mean uh, it's the toughest league for us all to predict I think at the start of the season yeah. I think there was maybe even four different winners maybe, maybe. Predicted, I don't know. Yeah, and I I ran my poll. I ran a poll on um, our Twitter account to see um, who people thought would win um, the championship um, as it is now, and obviously most people voted Ross County. I think more people actually voted for um, Dundee United than um, than Air, such as I think is Air might struggle. Well, they'll struggle after a couple. They'll struggle after getting knocked out of the Scottish Cup here. So, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks time. <laughs> <laughs> I was 
struggling to think for a minute who you're talking about, and then, then they remembered uh, Talbot. Yeah, seventy-six percent. Um, Ross Kenny. No, sorry, eighteen percent air and six percent Dundee United at seventeen votes. Um, no, it was another league where it was actually League One where the team in third would expect had a higher percentage of votes than the team in second. Um, but League One, eighty-nine percent out of nine votes said Arbroath and the other eleven percent, which I presume is one, voted East Fife. Aye, no surprise there, in terms yeah. of that poll. League 2, though, is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In terms of the table, as it is just now, and what happened at the weekend. Yeah, so when I, I first looked at that, Clyde were getting beat off um, Peterhead, and then they turned it around to win 2 win, and Edinburgh City get beat, so great day for Clyde. Aye. Aye. I mean, it puts Clyde five points off the top. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I um and in the poll for that one, um I had Clyde uh, Clyde was twenty five percent of that vote and Edinburgh City fifty. Sorry, go on, John. See I wanna think I wanna say that I had Peter Head to win that league at the start of the season. I would imagine that's who I would have picked. I don't know though. I had Clyde. Um, I think I can't remember if Chris had Clyde I know one of his men had Edinburgh set in the playoffs um, I think that might have been this yeah. was it you? I didn't need to look up the article um, aye come on you're getting paid for that big money <laughs> well if there's big money I've not seen it Monopoly money <laughs> aye. Uh, I'll be in, aye I'll be in Rovers though <laughs> If I saw about Monopoly, I'll be Rovers of the old Kent Road of this of Scottish football right now. Oh, I, I like that. Aye. <laughs> Who, yeah. Who's the Mayfair? Who's the Mayfair then in the Scottish football just now? <laughs> well, that's still up for grabs, isn't it? Aye. Aye. We should have mentioned earlier as well about Rangers. They are actually, people used to refer to them as the Queen's Eleven. They're not far off being the Queen's Eleven now. We have the MBs and OBs. Oh, God. I was wondering where you were going with this. <laughs> Aye, Davis and Defoe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gerard has got one. And there was and someone else as well. I don't know Some will say that's the only honours they're getting this season, but you never know what can happen this season. Oh, oh. <laughs> right. I mean, there's still two trophies up for grabs for um, the Premiership teams. Um, well, not necessarily just the Premiership teams for the two, for the league and Scottish Cup, because Scottish Cup can go anywhere. Who knows? Well, I know where it's going. It's going to Ayrshire. Sure. Right. You having a laugh? Keep it secret. Stranger things have happened. If it's going in to any of your two teams, it's going up north first before it goes to air. Well, that's where I hope it goes, really. Yeah, obviously. Aye. Aye. Two things that happened in 1980, the first year I suppose. Um, Aberdeen won the Scottish Cup, Liverpool won the English title. None has happened since. Is this the year that one of them happens, if not both? Because Liverpool's also top of the English Premier League just now. Aye, I don't care if Liverpool win, but aye. Uh, 
it'd be nice if we could yeah. break the hoodoo. Yeah. Aye. I have Hibs fans lauded over us that they've won the Scottish Cup more recently than us. Yeah, no. Now we are the Hibs joke. We <laughs> <laughs> can have that. Oh, that feedback's really bad. Is that if you did another blog? What? <laughs> it's a joke because one of your blogs earlier in the season and you mentioned the old firm. And the feedback that you got. Alright, <laughs> oh, got you. No, I was talking about the feedback from this call. It's um pretty bad. Not as bad as the feedback I got from referring to the old firm. But we'll just have to call it Glasgow Derby. Yes. Uh, we, we are still hoping that we're going to get some special guests on within the next couple of weeks. We'll not reveal who just now, but there's potential for a couple of different uh, special guests coming on soon. So, hopefully, fingers crossed. We're hoping to get someone on that speak. Yeah, that is involved in the Scottish Cup. Oh, that'd be good. That's all that's I'll say. That's definitely that'll definitely be worth them tuning into. But yeah, we'll keep it under wraps until it happens. You know, let's do what Commander like in Aberdeen do and keep everything hush hush and not put rumours out there. Yep. Yep. Probably um, uh, thought this was going to be a short podcast. It's actually ended up quite a long. And that's without Chris. God. I know. So I think that's everything for this week. The only thing was wrestling. We've had wrestling for a while. And if you're similar age to us, you probably remember Gene Oakland, the commentator. Do you remember him? No. Uh, you're talking to someone who's got no wrestling interest whatsoever. Oh well, well, he passed away anyway, and yeah. Hulk Hogan had a big tribute towards him. I don't watch it now, but I still kind of sometimes follow some of the news, see it on Twitter a lot. So, so. yeah, that was that. May rest in peace. Yes, but I first, first podcast of the year. Yeah, hopefully first of quite a few. Um, yeah, it was enjoyable. Um, I was going to say covering games out with the Premier League but we t- talked a lot about the um, transfectivity so hopefully we've covered everything and um, well we certainly got around all the clubs one way or another Aye, I, would, I mean next week we'll be fairly similar as well in terms of talking about whatever else is happening in the window but there'll be a build up to the Scottish Cup as well Yeah that'll be exciting Because yeah. I know some folk are getting bored already the fact there's no football in the top league Yeah which is understandable. Um, so what, have you, what were you doing to keep yourself occupied uh, whilst there was no Premier League action at the weekend now? Uh, well, at the weekend I was at a Tarwick game, but yeah, oh, so yeah. it was alright. How know did the they get on? They won, 2-1 against Southern Meadow, so, so you know, right. good result. And then this weekend they have got Comic in one of the Cups. So. Yes. Big games all the time just now. Yep, good luck to Albert. Aye. What about yourself? What did you, how did you entertain yourself? That came out totally wrong. <laughs> yeah, they... If, if, we had, we if had Christmas already still be chocolate. Aye, we had my son's birthday party at the weekend, so that was good. So um, It was obviously, as you know from my Instagram, Toy Story themed and um, we had Buzz and Woody came out and no, I wasn't dressed as either Buzz or Woody. <laughs> Um, just... The booty came out, aye? Aye, aye. aye okay. 
too much, too much. Happy birthday. Uh, happy birthday. Yeah. No yeah. name, obviously, but happy birthday yeah, to thank your boy. You. Yeah, thank you. Um, but other than that, just chilled, yeah. It was a nice weekend. Um, oh, one thing I was going to mention, um, just because I forgot to mention it when we were on last week, because um, Jack, um, I was watching a Sunday thing on Netflix, and then there was a story about Jack Ross after a game, I think, was it Pete? It was Portsmouth that beat them 3 1. And on the way back up, um, when they stopped at the service station, a Sunderland bus was there, and he and Jack Ross got on the bus and apologised to the fans. And I just thought, that's classy. I think you mentioned that. I don't think point. I did. I might have mentioned the group chat. It might have been the group chat. It definitely wasn't the podcast. Oh, I think you mentioned the podcast. No, I swear I didn't. Get deja vu. Or, or unless Chris has mentioned it, but I need to listen back, but I definitely didn't mention it. Bye. He's doing better right now. Yeah. I get you on the project that no many other people wanted, but fair play to him, he's doing well. Yeah, they're only a point off the automatic um, promotion positions. They've got a game in hand. Um, it's looking they're behind her doing pretty well, but I'm pretty sure they'll go up. Yeah, I like to see Jack Ross do well and a lot of Scottish managers do well down there so good luck to him yeah, yeah. so I will be back on next week and we might have a special guest yeah let's hope so and let's hope Chris is back on hi hi right cheers cheers John cheers John cheers John, cheers, John. <laughs>